0: good morning traders very very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan uh, session which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities now an awful lot of volatility in these markets since we we packed up we had a very successful end of the week last week after being patient for certainly the first half um we're able to finish really strongly but then Probably within an hour of us finishing up on Friday, markets started to take a very, very aggressive, volatile turn and reversal across the board. Very, very interesting price action to see, and and we've seen some pretty significant gaps uh, overnight, um, with with um, with markets responding accordingly. So we've got to um, reassess, you know, exactly where we're at now at this stage, and uh, and look to identify, of course, those high probability trades um there's a lot of flip-flopping in the us from you know being quite hawkish on rates to actually the fed pivoting and it, it seems to be swinging back and forth now we're positioned in one camp only right now which is the rate hiking camp that the, the fed trying to get above inflation inflation will eat away um and would be a massive problem for the us if they don't get ahead of it so it's very important that they do pay attention to that um, so just to let you know which, which side of the argument we're actually on, which is important, um, just to be clear in your own head. So now we're looking for, I suppose, decent opportunities with that in mind. So let's get straight into it then. We'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Just be broadly mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. Uh, good morning, guys. Hope you all had a good um, a good weekend. Um, I certainly did. Um, so yeah, um, looking forward to seeing what, what opportunities we have today now. Okay, so all profitable traders need to consider a series. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, what markets to trade? Of course, trade selection an important part of every trader's uh, uh, tool toolkit. Um, where do you then enter those markets? Where do you exit? How do you manage risk? Um, how do you manage each trade? Hopefully, to successful outcomes. So, trade management and uh, and risk management are, are two very in-depth topics, standalone. Um, which uh, need a bit of work and trade psychology as well your, your own approach to these markets your own mindset um, how you react in certain market conditions will be very important to your p l so um, these are important considerations and these are the things that we discuss live every day try and get a handle on these elements and um, we're strong advocates of course of being consistent in our approach being accurate with our levels disciplined with our capital and and um, and sometimes it is important to be patient. Uh, these markets can remain erratic far longer than you or I can remain solvent. So, and last week was quite a good example of that. Um, a lot of erratic, sort of poor quality trading opportunities, were, were, we're quite willing to be patient and sit in our hands. It's only until things start to fit together would we would we want to engage anyway. So, that patience is an, a very important skill, especially at the moment. Um, Let's start with review of potential market moving news. So with this we'll uh, bring up Forex Factory. Is there any news event that could uh, knock us off our trades, um, you know, um, or prevent us from perhaps getting into some trading opportunities? Uh, This is why we have a look at this session now. Um, Just to let you know, we had, from the Chinese economy, we actually had GDP coming in above expectation quite considerably. Um, Xi Jinping uh, has been voted in for I think for a third um, term so um, with a lot of control ebbing through all the major institutions in China so um, we certainly be giving him another term to see if he can um, if he can turn this around retail sales dropping there's a lot there's a few elements of 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 concern with the chinese economy uh, if we look at the actual growth rate itself although it came in above expectations it's kind of uh, it's below let's say average uh, over the last 20 years um so concerning signs let's say but more positive than than expected so today now we've got a series of of flash services pmi numbers so we'd be able to get um, a decent uh image of of manufacturing and services growth uh, across the european economy across uh, germany france um, across the uk and across the us so important from a a manufacturing and services uh, perspective again what we're looking at the forecasts are broadly contractionary so above 50 represents expansion so uh french flash services uh looks like they could be expanding and down here again u.s flash manufacturing might be um uh growing ever so slightly you know above 50 is expansion below 50 is contraction but all the other um figures really are are kind of contracting and um this of course is is a bit of a concern so we wanna see the variation. We wanna see, you know, do all these numbers come in pretty much in line with expectation? Uh, are they coming in above expectation or below expectation? And that's what the market is very likely to react to in terms of pricing in those, um, those actual numbers. Just to have a quick flick through the rest of the week just to keep, give you a heads up. We've got consumer confidence out of the US tomorrow on Tuesday, um, Wednesday, uh, we have uh, Australian CPI numbers. We'll have a look at them on Wednesday. Oh, we'll probably have a look at them tomorrow, actually. Uh, Canadian dollar, uh, we'll be hearing from the Bo, the BOC, of course. A 50 basis point rate hike penciled in. Um, Thursday's all about... Uh, the ecb we're expecting a 75 basis point rate hike from the ecb so bear that in mind um we'll have the press conference as well so very important um event this week now and on friday we'll have the boj so a lot of central banks this week and we'll finish with the core pce um price index number last time it came in Uh, above expectation and we saw the highest PCE in I think 40 years and this is the number that the Fed look at carefully for um, uh, you know to to amend policy accordingly and uh, you know it's the core PCE number that that's that's running away from them so they should be overly concerned and the last little piece to the jigsaw so a lot of news now this week Um, and you can see we've got we got regular manufacturing and services numbers due out. So we'll be monitoring that for the day. The other element to these markets, which is important to take account of, is what's going on in the the treasury markets in the US. So um, just just to share with you that we have the 10 year, it's just coming off its Friday highs, same situation for the two year. So there's a little bit of softening. But by no means are we you know 4.22 was the high and we've just backed off um we're now back down to the 4.14 um so just a, a short pullback off the highs um, the concerning element last week was very much related to um to a very bearish stock market which um, as as we'll see now you know reversed really quite aggressively on Friday as the day as the day fo- on as the day closed off and um, we'll have a look at that now and see so look we've got a bit of softening you know we, we would be anticipating these markets pushing higher at some point there'd be no major reason why not so So let's get up these charts then and we'll start so it's important to just look at risk first and that's what we shall do so we were trading down at these lows when we got out of these trades on friday so we were able to book in some profit on on these trades um and then you can see what happened we failed to make new lows and started to reverse really quite aggressively over the course of five or six hours um and closed, you know, really strong. And then overnight, there's a over the weekend. There was a lot of, sort of talk about the Fed pivoting. Why, you know, why this conversation keeps popping up is is really beyond me. I don't think there's anything less than a 75, at least a 75 basis point rate hike from the Fed um, early November. So it, it's it's really just a bit of sort of market manipulation, it seems. Um, and but we all we've done really so far is pretty much uh close the gap uh, on this trade so unfortunately we're needing to be a little bit careful now um you know there's a lot of positivity uh the markets have gapped higher on that positivity we've seen significant rollover so far so it puts us as traders in a in a tough position with with these markets there is a bit of softening in the in the bond markets so that could be supportive of some upside um, and all we've done so far is really close the gap and that's what we'd expect to happen you see at this point is, is for the gap to be closed and that's all that we've achieved so really we've got to be careful whether our, our bias is to the upside or to the downside um from a, a direction perspective our directional bias is very much to the downside um our fundamentals are very much bearish um, however technically we're, we're getting a little bit of a bounce and all we've done really is, is closed that um, that bounce to the downside so we, we've finished really strong massive move on Friday and uh, I mean this move here it's the 3630 up to the 3760 so it, it's basically a hundred and thirty point reversal and we were discussing yesterday, uh, sorry, last week, just um, just discussing the the potential for the Fed to actually, um, sorry, the, the the markets to actually behave in a quite a strange manner between now and the midterm elections. Um it wouldn't look good at all for for Biden and the Democrats if these prices were making new lows going into the midterms. So we're seeing some some movements like this across the oil markets, um, and we anticipate, would we see a bit of sort of erratic choppy price action between now and midterms? And midterm is, it's actually the 8th of November, but we're gonna be hearing from the FOMC on the 2nd of November. So um, it wouldn't be unusual for us to see sort of strategic kind of pricing really across these markets. you know the fed and the treasury have a very very deep pockets um more so than than the vast majority of markets out there so could there be a little bit of collusion and a bit of um you know aggressive buying to just try and take the pressure out of the, the downward move it would make sense that that it would be in their interest for that to be the case but we'll never know you see what we can do is trade the price action so bit of a question mark over these trades our bias is very much to the downside um do we want to be selling markets that are gapping higher and just close the gap that's the, that's the question we've got to ask ourselves and the answer is probably not um we're looking a bit more bullish across the the FTSE, the dax um yeah so the yen the yen is is an interesting one there's a triple top up here now and uh, we've run into this level a couple of times. So um, a huge amount of volatility across the yen markets, and I'll share that with you now. We're, we're just sort of bottom feeding really in in Bitcoin, really not a market to be even focusing on, and yet there are so many out there that are um, that are very the the volumes of this have have waned quite considerably. Um, but you still get people, you know, talking up Bitcoin and, and looking to trade these markets, which are they're, they're just dead right now. So maybe that would change, but until that changes, you know, there's really no no trading to be done. You'll just get chopped up in this sort of up and down price action. Um, right. So U.S. oil. So this is this is what we're saying about a bit of manipulation on the price. Um, you know, last week's price action. Certainly, awesome. So towards the end of last week was very choppy and very erratic. We were kind of breaking above and below the 50 period moving average. So the overall bias in this market is still to the downside. Eventually we'd be looking for some buy trades, but like I said, with this midterm election, it's very important for the U S economy, for us oil to be, you know, as low as possible. So we're just wondering, could that be the the, the trade to focus on? um gold under a little bit more pressure currently we gapped up slightly we we accelerated to the upside and then that's really rolled back over so we've got a question mark on a few of these um again we spoke last week on the potential for the fed sorry the boj to manipulate these markets and uh, we saw a round of um, we saw a round of um it looks like yen intervention on friday again the latter part of the trading day we saw we seem to see some yen interventions start to kick in just on the on the pause it took two hours to kind of roll over uh, they positioned themselves and then sold like crazy and this is why we were very very concerned about getting into this trade on the upside because you can you know you can get rolled over six seven hundred uh, pips very quickly and that's it That's literally exactly what happened Friday evening. Um, So I can't, let's see what time that was. Yeah, that was sort of three, four o'clock. And we finished up around, it was around two o'clock, I think, on on Friday. So we finished up for um, for about an hour before this move. And um, obviously we've made our our profits for the week. And uh, we're very happy to close it off. And then it drifted sideways for another hour before we saw the the excessive selling kick in. Um, you can see another round of selling uh, during the Asian session, um, which again has, has retraced really quite aggressively. So what does this mean? It means every time the, the, the BOJ step in, we see some aggressive buying coming in to, to cancel it out. And it just shows you the the demand that's there for the dollar, it's still quite extreme. We still have central banks, which are virtually opposed to each other. We have the fed rate hiking we have the boj which are um still very very accommodative and that's creating this little dynamic and demand for for dollars over over the end so we've got a lot of erratic markets which are um quite quite difficult to trade i must say um do we have any clarity across the dollar again, we've we've we had turnaround moves. uh, In fact, sorry, that's the open from last night, isn't it? Yes, it is. So we actually saw a bit of aggressive um, dollar buying initially, which is now kind of rolled over the yen. It's the yen intervention will probably get spikes to the downside, but then the markets will probably buy back those spikes. So that's the decision the yen have to make or the BOJs is, is like how much money they're going to throw at this and try in trying to trying to uh stop the, the the route really for the yen which is damaging their economy as well um dollar swiss we saw some dollar weakness again which seems to be reversing we're, we're still trading around that one that parity level We exchange $1 for one Swiss franc. Um, That's the harsh reality of it, really. Uh, Dollar CAD, we're in this little sideways pattern. Okay, at least we've run into resistance levels in at this level. And the dollar has begun to strengthen. So maybe there's a... Maybe we look at the Aussie in the New Zealand. The, the euro pound gapping lower, looking to close that gap. And now is rolling back over. So these are really, really quite choppy and quite volatile. We do have these highs just sitting up here, but we don't want to be exposed really to the, to the end massive selling that that's kicking in at random periods. Um, I think this is the last time the yen started to sell aggressively it was bought back pretty quickly and we very quickly made new highs and then on Friday we saw some yen intervention which was bought back pretty quick and now today also some yen intervention which is bought back pretty quick so we don't want to get caught in those little yo-yo moves because they're happening too often you see now if if all of a sudden, like on Friday, for example, we closed much lower. We closed at one sixty five forty three, and today we started to see some rollover, you know, below that one sixty five hundred level. You know, then there's viable selling opportunities, and we'd probably jump in on the end. Um, but yeah, any bit of intervention from the yen seems to be bought back pretty quickly. So we do have to be careful, and unfortunately, we do have to be quite careful with these markets. Um, okay we've got a we've got a trade plan with a bit of caution so the Aussie dollar and New Zealand dollar to the downside the Aussie dollar and we can probably get in around these sorts of prices really Okay, the levels we we'll put down for the New Zealand dollar are the sixty three, sixty two. So we'll see where the opportunity lies in here now. In just a second, when we switch across rooms, so quite quite concerning price action. Okay, so the fifty seven forty eight. 748 and um, the indices we're gonna have to just take a little back seat with them um, they're just not looking not looking that good big question mark over the Maybe tomorrow with oil, maybe not today. I mean, I suppose, unless we broke below the eighty-two, eighty-nine, 89, which is possible. Sorry guys, we're, we're just kind of procrastinating with, for very good reason. Um, the quality of the opportunities today are very rubbish. okay let's have a look at gold um, below the uh, sixteen fifty all right so look we've got a couple of opportunities to kind of focus our attentions on but really we want to see the overall bigger picture and see if that starts to creep in so um So again, we're back to potential risk-off markets because they're, they're beginning to roll over after highs, um, but we could easily see new highs over the course of the day as well. So we just want to err on the side of caution. Um, there's a lack of kind of clarity, so if we can, if we can take that on board, that would certainly be quite useful. So now we're going to have a look at the Aussie uh, dollar. Gonna have a look at the New Zealand dollar. Um, so the levels for the Aussie are the sixty sixty-three sixty-two. level for the New Zealand dollar are the fifty-seven forty-eight, fifty-seven forty-eight and we're going to put uh, gold in here we keep an eye on, on oil but we don't really have a great opportunity sorry let me bring this up on sorry okay so our trade plan for the day and it us, it must. We must be a little bit tentative with these markets because of the volatility that, the kind of the erratic volatility we're seeing. So the market summary is is, is potential risk-off market conditions, which would give us some support for the for for the dollar and potentially for gold to continue lower. So our trade plan for the day is the Aussie dollar looking to sell below the sixty three sixty two, the New Zealand dollar looking to sell below the fifty seven forty eight, and looking to sell gold as well below the sixteen fifty one so we've got to take it as we as we're kind of going today i think it's probably going to be our our strategy and approach so any questions feel free to post them into the chat box guys we're going to switch across now to the live trade room um so if you uh, want to join us for that you're very welcome to do so we do trade the markets from 8 a.m the european session and again at 12:45 uh, for the u.s training session so if you want to join us for those you're very welcome to do so just go to live trading.com com, happy to um to connect with us as well through our website if you've got any questions so on that note guys thanks so much for joining us do take care we'll speak to you soon bye for now